Community is important to everyone, no matter where you live across the great state of Minnesota. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is an engaged and socially responsible cooperative that values the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Affinity Plus works hard to give back in a variety of ways, both through financial advice and products, and also through volunteering, sponsorships, and charitable giving. Members know and trust that as a credit union, a local not-for-profit financial cooperative, Affinity Plus has their best interests at heart. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter and see for yourself how Affinity Plus is different. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And our guest today is Carl Samp. Carl is the executive director of the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation. Carl, welcome back to Community Focus. Always great to be back and with you guys. So thanks, Ken and Tess. Nice to hear your voice. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, Carl, last time we talked to you, not not all that long ago, uh, you were talking about the response funds that you've created for uh, the pandemic. Let's uh, start there and tell us uh, where that is and, and what's going on. That's right. Uh, given the, the pandemic situation and the impact that it's had on our communities, we've done some pivoting with our grant making. We uh, halted a round that was in process and diverted all the funds uh, into our response fund. And then we've been also raising money from uh, the Minnesota Disaster Relief Fund as well as our local communities. So uh, it's been great response and uh, we've been able to do a lot of things with that. So. Yeah. So we've been uh, making grants now since basically uh, about the day schools closed in the Brainerd Lakes area. Mm. I think it was May, I want to say like May 16th. March. March. Yeah, March 16th. Or March 16th, correct, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, Shane Riffle uh, from the uh, YMCA and I had actually spoken the Friday before, and he had mentioned that they were going to respond with a day camp if, if schools indeed closed. and. So when they did, uh, we heard Sunday morning at 10, the governor say the schools would be closed Wednesday, and so Shane and I were on the phone by 10.30 um, working on the grant, and we made our board approve that grant actually Sunday after Sunday um, by phone, and we made a $15,000 grant to get the day camp open that would serve uh, all essential workers, families, but also any other people that had to still work um, that would have a place for their kids to go when they when they couldn't go to school. That is acting fast. That's what that is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we were very pleased. I was really happy with, with uh, you know, the board and, and their nimbleness. And uh, so, yeah, that was a great first grant. So, uh, and we've since made many more, um, probably in the teens now, but uh, we're focusing generally in four or five main areas. Um, one is the, the whole child care and daycare area. Uh, and then food insecurity is another. So we've made several yeah. grants around food insecurity. And um, I guess our, our larger ones have gone to the outreach program, uh, formerly Kids Against Hunger. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've made probably enough grants for about uh, 65,000 meals so far wow. out uh, in our community. And uh, CTC actually just uh, made a significant grant of $15,000. Of course they did. They're awesome. Yes, uh, so that that was all. Uh, we'll all be going to the outreach program and meals in their service area, which does uh, expand outside of ours just a little bit. That's fine. So they also threw a, a kind of a challenge out to the community to raise, uh, you know, to match their gift. And so far, we've had two um, 
two responses at a at a five thousand dollar level to do that, and one of those was a bank, uh, Riverwood Bank, and uh, Paul Means is on our board, and and Paul, uh, we just met Thursday to um, welcome and ask other banks to come along, and financial institutions, so credit unions as well, uh, to come alongside Riverwood and join in the in the campaign to. Uh, to uh, match CTC's dollars and, and uh, get additional money going, you know, out to our neighbors in need. So, so yeah. So food's been a big one. Um, mental health supports uh, has been an area where we've su- uh, supported projects by Wellness in the Woods, oh, yeah. which has a warm line in our community. You guys have been great about getting the word out you know, through PSAs to our community about that uh, opportunity. And then we've also funded the crisis line and referral for their heart line. So more of a crisis. Uh, situation than than what the warm line deals with, yes. and then yeah, and, and wellness in the woods is also doing these individualized wellness plans, wraps, and uh, and then crisis uh, line and referral is providing support group uh, discussions with professional counselors. Uh, I think uh, nine in the morning, and then there's one in the evening as well. So it's been a lot of help. Care professionals been taking advantage of that. So. Um, we're also making some grants around financial assistance that people, you know, where they get a unforeseen uh, car bill or something of that nature and it risks them losing their job or uh, their apartment or something like that. So we've made grants to Bridges of Hope and Salvation Army and St. Teresa Calcutta Conference, wow. the St. Vincent de Paul. That actually came out of our Linnea Anderson's uh, fund that we have, Linnea's Helping Hand Fund. That was an area she wanted to support. And then finally, um, we are also uh, supported the Lake Country Cares Initiative at the Chamber and the County to uh, help businesses prepare to reopen in a safe manner for their employees and the public. So um, so the Initiative Foundation and us and Growing Power and General General Rental um, all got behind that project to make that possible. And I think they've gotten some additional funding since then as well. That's amazing. You uh, use you use the word nimble, Carl, and I will say this: not only nimble, but uh, the response funds have done just that, responded very well to these needs that have come up since the pandemic. And I, we applaud you for that. That's just wonderful. Yeah, thanks very much. You know, and our grants committee has been willing to meet every week, so that you know, if a proposal comes in by Tuesday morning at eight in the morning, our committee will be reviewing it by Thursday morning, and they will have an answer, and the check will be out the next Tuesday. So, um, so that's also a little different way of operating for us. So, yeah, and and Carl, before we uh, jump to the next thing, maybe we should back up just a step, if you would, and for our listeners that might not know about the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation, just explain how it all works, because uh, you know these funds really uh, come from uh, just ordinary everyday folks in the community that are making these great contributions to start, right? That's right. Uh, so in a nutshell, we help generous people change lives in communities through philanthropy. So we provide uh, kind of the venue or a conduit for their charitable intent and gifts to go out to uh, nonprofit causes in our community that uh, positively impact people's lives and, and improve our community. So, so we have over 100 different funds where individuals, families, businesses, um, nonprofit agencies, et cetera, have set up uh, charitable funds, uh, much like you know, a foundation mm-hmm. of their sure. own would do. But it's you know, we provide that opportunity for people without the means to do that significant family fund. You know, 
So, uh, so we do that, and then we also have our, our general community impact fund, which we make grants out of in the community. So, yeah. so that's that. By and large, what we do. Um, I, I know last time we talked, you also were talking about an annual dinner, and uh, I'm just wondering if those plans have changed. They certainly have. Yeah. So, uh, we were going to have our dinner on July 9th. Um, uh, we're part of a larger network of community foundations called Community Giving, and we made the decision fairly early that we were going to postpone um, all events through August just to be safe. Okay. So we have reset a date for our, uh, we're actually almost calling it a cere- an award ceremony now. It's uh, going to be a little smaller, and we've moved it up to Cross Lake Lutheran, and it's going to be held on September 22nd from 530 to 730. Uh, we're having it up there because um, our two of our three folks that we're honoring this year, uh, which would be Virginia and the late Ken Merrill, um, and then Linnea Anderson, um, are both members of Cross Lake Lutheran. And then the other person we're honoring, uh, along with Linnea, for a legacy gift where they made uh, gifts after their passing that will have lasting impact. So Millie Kurtzen is the other person we're honoring nice. uh, that night. So, All right. So... Um is this going to be limited to a certain number of people then because of the pandemic? Yeah, it's a little smaller. It's a little smaller venue. Not not a lot than Grand View's, you know, town center is, but but we're um, we're going to be able to we think we can have at least 20 tables yet. We'll probably be looking more like 150 people instead of the 340 or so that we had last year. Um, but we're still allow, you know, we're still offering opportunities for people to do table sponsorships and uh, we've We've decreased that from 700 down to 400, and then the seating down from eight to four. So we're going to space people out at tables a little, a little more, unless they might have, uh, you know, couples that are together or what, you know, a family living together or something like that, mm-hmm. sure. you know, where they could be at the table. So, so that's one way folks can still be there in person and, and uh, join us. But we're offering a unique option also this year, which is uh, we're calling the virtual table sponsorship. (laughs) Yeah, and that's where a a company or business or anyone can sponsor a table of 10 of their heroes that they would like to. um, If they could invite them, they would invite them. Um, Or if they could be there, they would invite these people to be there. And it could be, you know, their employees or loved ones, you know, in honor of and memory of loved ones or you know, uh, healthcare workers or emergencies, whatever. You know, um, anyone that they consider their heroes, and then we're going to ask for them to submit a brief video uh, telling about why they picked the heroes that they picked, mm-hmm. and we'll be sharing that with with the group. So the whole theme is around heroes: heroes in philanthropy, heroes at work in our community, um, heroes to these sponsors, etc. So. Very nice. Yes. Uh, Carl, can we find out more about that on your website as well? You bet. Um, You can find out about that at uh, www.communitygiving.org. And if you go to events, um, that will be listed in there. Uh, If you want to find information about how to contribute to our response fund or um, also to apply for a grant, you go to the same www.communitygiving.org backslash covid hyphen 19 or if you go to just communitygiving.org the, the covid button is at the top right and that will take you to our entire mm-hmm. list of response funds and then also the webinars we've been doing every tuesday afternoon uh, for nonprofits that are helping them uh, 
gain some skills and new information and knowledge and best practices about how to kind of survive and get through this time. So, Very good. Uh, Carl, what else are you working on right now? Well, we've got two other events that, um, well, three actually, uh, that I want to mention that are also on that events page that I talked about. So last year we did our very first State of the Lakes area where we um, provided information to seasonal residents and anyone else that wanted to attend um, about what's happening during the summer, you know, around the Brainerd Lakes area. And, uh, you know, we cover things like the Lakes Area Music Festival and and uh, we talk about medical services that are available up here. Um, we have usually fire departments talk about fire safety and cabin security. Um, we're having uh, one, so we're doing two of them. One's in Cross Lake on the 12th and one's in the Gull Lake area on the 19th. Actually, they're both virtual this year. Um, but but we we talk about things in those communities at the at those sessions, and uh, so on the Gull Lake one we'll be talking about the Gull Lake Trail that's going to go around the entire lake. So mm-hmm. projects at, at Fairview Township and Lakeshore and Nisswa, you know East Gull Lake they're all working on that, and then um, you know other things that that might be of interest to people. Um, we're going to share it both about the ISD 181 Performing Arts Center and the progress on that and, and when that will be open for performances and of course the Lake Area Music Festival uh, that fits in with that. Um, up, in, up in Cross Lake we'll also be talking about the National Loon Center and where that's at, the progress on that and, uh, and some of the other happenings up in the Lakes area. We're going to share the Chamber and County's uh, Lake Country Cares program about you know how our, our businesses are uh, looking out for the safety of, of all customers that come, whether they're residents or visitors or tourists or whatever. So a variety of information. Uh, it's really interesting. The National Loon Center this year, uh, Carol Henderson will be speaking, and uh, he's a pretty renowned author, author on non-game wildlife. He ran the Minnesota non-game wildlife program for the DNR for I don't know, a long time, maybe 30 years. Wow. And, uh, and so Carol will be the speaker from the Loon Center. So um, that's something that we're really looking forward to having. So yeah, again, again, on the 12th at Cross Lake, for Cross Lake area, 10 to 12 a.m., free registration online, virtual, so you can watch it from anywhere. And then on the 19th for what's happening around the Gull Lake area and and community. So same time. Carl, do you have press releases about all of these specific events you've been talking about that you could send to me directly so we can continue to remind folks about this? We certainly will. If you can, that'd be great. You bet. Okay. Uh, The final event is our Women Making the Waves event for our Women's Fund. And uh, that's been postponed and moved to September 9th. And at that, we'll be honoring Becky Twomley as our uh, Woman Making Waves Award winner uh, this year. And uh, they'll also be talking about the grants they're making to Minnesota Women's Center and the Rising Hope Foundation for the uh, Freedom Ranch Project. And then uh, Becky's uh, designated gift is going to be to We Are. So Neat. So once again, on our website under events, so people can register for that and also can sponsor tables. Uh, and get their tickets there. So excellent, awesome! You guys are keeping busy and helping support the lakes area. It's amazing. Yeah, it's been uh, unusually busy for us. Uh, we're all working remotely yet, and uh, but that first couple months after mid March was extremely busy getting uh, this response fund set up and raising the dollars from folks. And I just want to thank everybody who's contributed 
and just 100% of gifts that go into the response fund go right back out, you know, into the community again. So that's wonderful. Uh, we encourage folks to get behind that and support our neighbors. And Carl, do I understand you're working on one more thing at this time? Well, of course, uh, you know, we're we're starting to have discussions about race. Related yes. issues and diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes. And uh, so we'll be uh, on the 16th. Our our uh, weekly webinar will be focused around that topic, and we'll be um, sharing some resources for nonprofits on how to learn more about diversity, equity, inclusion, and intercultural competence. So um, we'll be having some folks share some of those tools on on what they can do to. You know, become more aware and uh, you know work with their all their neighbors in our communities. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's certainly something, and we're probably looking at uh, several other things we'll be doing in that area that we're still still putting together. So wonderful, excellent, boy, busy, busy times <laughs> for you. Yes, as I'm sure it is for you too. So yeah, well, Carl, uh, we'll once again remind everybody that we can find out about uh, the uh, items we've talked about. You can give and uh, find out more at communitygiving.org. So please check out that website and do what you can to help the community during this time of crisis. And Carl, thanks for what you're doing as well. Always a pleasure to be with you guys, and, and thanks for all you do. So take care, it. Carl. We appreciate you. Yep. Stay safe. All right. Bye. Carl Samp is the executive director of the Brainerd Lakes Area Community Foundation. And again, find out more at communitygiving.org. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime on our website, 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And you can always listen to through our free downloadable app. That's powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.